Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at Sent from Disneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or from my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Monica Seats Vega, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Mary Henderson, and Sheila Harry. C-Ticket patrons, Serious Inquiries Only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, Grace Coat, Scott Cagle, Ben and Noel Bruning, and Patty Wollin. B-Ticket patron, The Disney Rewind Podcast, and to the A-Ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelique and the Block, and the All Aboard Podcast. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the facade of Monsanto's Hall of Chemistry. You can see a few of the state flags that led up to the entrance into Tomorrowland. On the back it reads, In Disneyland, millions have visited Monsanto Chemical Company's Hall of Chemistry, one of Tomorrowland's most popular attractions. Inside, the fascinating exhibits tell the story of Monsanto, where creative chemistry works wonders for you. It's postmarked June 19, 1958, with a Redlands, California cancel and a two-cent red Jefferson postage stamp, Scott number 1033. I assume they visit the park on Wednesday, June 18th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 82 and a low of 58. Park attendance that day was 22,338. It's addressed to a Miss Marion Camden of Rochester, New York. It reads... Thursday afternoon, June 19th, 1958. Dear Marion, so glad you let me know about the filter. I must have lost it. Got another one this morning. Going to a dinner at church tonight. Leave for Fresno tomorrow morning. Getting my hair set now under a cool dryer. Love, Mom. Recently I was asked how Rainbow Caverns and Rainbow Ridge received their names. Looking at my books, The Nickel Tour and Cloud Coats, Walt Disney's Imagineer, I found some interesting passages about this Frontierland attraction but we'll start in Tomorrowland. Walt had hired Heinz Haber, a science writer and physicist from Germany, to be the chief scientific consultant at the Disney Studios. On the televised opening day of Disneyland, Haber presented during the Tomorrowland section of the broadcast. When the cameras cut to Walt to introduce Tomorrowland, he received a light to start and started his introduction. Someone off-camera thought it wasn't time to start and had Walt start over. This false start foreshadowed things to come. They showed the futuristic world clock and mentioned that Tomorrowland is meant to represent the future when Halley's Comet would be seen from Earth again in the year 1986. Then there were images of the raising of the American flag next to the flags of all 48 states. Finally, they cut to the aluminum telescope and co-host Bob Cummings introducing Heinz Haber. Heinz expounded on the atomic age and prepared to show the audience at home how atoms can produce energy by using 100 individual mousetraps loaded with two ping-pong balls each, suggesting that throwing one ping-pong ball representing an additional neutron will cause a chain reaction will cause a chain reaction and the stored energy of the mousetraps 
causing the other ping pong balls, also representing neutrons, to move. A single ping pong ball was thrown towards the loaded mousetraps, but it only hit a couple and didn't cause the chain reaction described. Another ping pong ball was thrown in, and the second try caused a cacophony of ping pong balls all around. Haber then warned us about the power of the atom and using it wisely. I was so excited to stop by my P.O. box and pick up my vintage stamps from Enfield Post Sunday sale from a few weeks ago. I have the perfect person to send one of these stamps to, and now have a few extra stamps for some other fun postcards. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has a blue, multi-tiered waterfall. Next to it, you can see some dark blue and purple stalagmites in a cave in Frontierland. On the back, it reads, Rainbow Caverns, Frontierland. The Rainbow Ridge Mine Train takes guests deep into underground caverns where breathtaking waterfalls, multicolored stalactites, and stalagmites are seen inside beautiful rainbow caverns in Frontierland. It's postmarked July 1st, 1968 with a Bell Gardens, California cancel and a six cent Franklin D. Roosevelt postage stamp, Scott number 1284. I assume they visit the park on Sunday, June 30th, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 74 and a low of 55. It's addressed to a Mrs. Anthony Beer Sr. of Cleveland, Minnesota. It reads, Dear Martin and Sis, Had a real nice flight home and a big crowd to meet me. Weather is chilly but sunny. We'll write a letter in a day or two, but keep those cards. Mom, don't mail them to me like you said. Love, Grace. Now that we've established Heinz Haber at the Disney Studios and assisting at Disneyland, we can talk about his office neighbor, Claude Coates. Claude Coates, who was a subject of episode 41 of this podcast, sent with Claude Coates, was an Imagineer and had learned a lot about blacklight effects after working on the Fantasyland Dark Rides. Walt asked him to work on a project in Frontierland called Rainbow Caverns. This was just a section of the Rainbow Mine Train, which was an adventure into the wilder parts of Frontierland. The attraction was based on the True Life Adventure series, and particularly the Living Desert short film, and some of the other early 1950s films. The name of the attraction was chosen before the plans of the attraction were made. The name was an homage to the Painted Desert of the Southwest. Walt left it up to Claude Coates and the Imagineers to make it work. Claude made some amazing designs with colorful waterfalls and dripping stalactites. One of his concepts was a multicolored rainbow waterfall. This was done by adding colored dye to the water and having individual waterfalls next to each other. Next door, Heinz Haber suggested to Walt and Claude that it could never work. The water would inevitably splash into the other color and all the rainbow colors would be gray in one week. Claude took on the impossible task and used hog's hair scrubbing pads at the bottom of the waterfall, which prevented splashing and kept the colors from intermingling. This story gives us the legendary or iconic Walt Disney quote, It's kind of fun to do the impossible. The Rainbow Caverns closed to make way for the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad attraction, but there are still some amazing blacklight effects and magical colorful water pools guests can admire while climbing the first hill of the wildest ride in the wilderness.
This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has Alice from Alice in Wonderland falling down a rabbit hole. You can see an upside-down lamp on a table and a going-to guide's journal. On the back it reads, Postcard Pals Artwork from Park Pair Up Card Game, created by Shannon Lasky at Going To Guides, www.goingtoguides.com. It's postmarked July 18th, 2022, with a Santa Ana cancel and a staghorn coral postcard postage stamp, Scott number 5366. It reads, 71722. Happy Birthday Disneyland. Greetings from the 67th anniversary of Walt's Folly. Ha, Monica. And, hello, we are at the park celebrating Walt's dream come true. 67 years of happiness. Hope you're well. Mike. Sent from Main Street, USA, with a drawing of a Mickey Mouse balloon and a little classic three-circle Mickey at the bottom of the postcard. Thank you so much for the postcard, Monica and Mike. This personal fact might surprise some people, but I've never been to Disneyland on Disneyland's birthday. I have been close a few times, but have never made it into the parks on July 17th. Maybe I'll make it a point to be there on July 17th, 2035, to see the 40th anniversary Disneyland time capsule removed. That gives me just under 13 years to plan my trip. I also love that this postcard is from Going To Guides. Recently, I helped her out with an article about where all the Disneyland mailboxes are. Be sure to check out at Going To Guides on Instagram or at her website, which I'll link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard address to sentfromdisneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.